Welcome back to 10 Minute Investing Canada, where we try and increase those returns in less time than your morning commute. I'm your host, Austin Benz. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Today is Sunday, March 7th. We're going to take a look at um, Kirkland Lake Gold here today. Um, this one actually was brought to my attention by a listener from uh, on Twitter. They sent me a uh, direct message, asked me what I thought about it. I promised them I'd take a look at the company, and I actually liked it. I liked it a ton. Um, I, I liked what I was reading. I liked everything I was finding. Um, so I decided to do an episode on it. We're going to take a look uh, look at that here. Um, just quickly before we get into that, I just want to touch on kind of the theme of last week's podcast. I know everyone's growth stocks have been getting pounded uh, for, for the last couple of weeks. It's kind of been tough. Um, and that's why I'm switching over here to a company like Kirkland Lake uh, Gold. They have so much value that they offer, which I'm going to get into, and, and just some of the ratios and numbers. The financials just look so solid. Um, and, and I think that this this week has been a real uh, learning point for a lot of newer investors. And this is why you diversify your portfolio. This is why you look at a lot of different sectors and, and you need some strong, solid companies that do make money and uh, have good earnings. <clears throat> and then a portion of your portfolio can be those growth stocks that have the potential to go up 10, 20 X. You know, those are exciting and everything. Um, don't get me wrong. That's why a lot of my podcasts have been on these growth stocks because they're, they're the ones you look at and they're the ones that are exciting to talk about, but you do need to have a good balance. Um, you don't want to be taking a 30 to 40% whack on your entire portfolio in a couple weeks like the last bit happened here. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the theme here. Just some solid value and uh, a good setup here on a on a Sunday afternoon we're going to take a look at here. So anyway, Kirkland Lake Gold, to get into it here, they do trade in the U.S. and in Canada. So they're on the New York Stock Exchange and they're on the TSX. You can trade them in Canadian or American funds. Um, closed the week off Friday, March 5th at about 34.22 American, 43.34 Canadian. Um, and that's off the 52 week high um, or the high this year. That was in the summer back when gold was touching $2,000 an ounce. And it was 57, around $57 American and 76 Canadian. So it's come back quite a bit since then. Um, but I think it's on sale. I think it's a good deal. And I'm going to get into some of uh, why, I, why I do think that. They do pay a dividend as well. Right now, it's at about 2.2%, the forward dividend rate is. Um, so you get a decent yield just to sit and hold on to it. Um, and like I said, you know, if, if they can get back to those prices, if gold kind of turns around here, which I have a hunch that it will, um, I don't know if it's going to be right away we're going to see a turn up. But, you know, just with the amount of money printing that's going on, there's more stimulus in the States like this. That is a bullish case for gold. When you expand the money supply, commodities and things like that should see a price rise. So that's why I want to get into a gold company here. I do think they're on sale, and these aren't a speculative, uh, a small mining play. These guys have operations. They make money. They're profitable, um, and that's why I like them. So, yeah, like I said, tough week for gross, but let's uh, let's talk about uh, a good company with some earnings here and, and uh, sitting at a good value that actually does make money. Uh, right out of the gate, something everyone looks at, price-to-earnings ratio, uh, very good for this company. 11.76 for Kirkland Gold. Um, the sector average is 26.54. So just right there, they're 55% lower on a price to earnings ratio. So if you're going to see some convergence there between the uh, between that sector and Kirkland Lake, either the industry's got to come back and you're going to lose by owning other gold miners or Kirkland Lake has to catch up and you're going to get some gains and you're going to ride that wave when they do consolidate and and kind of the price converges to the sector average there. So right there, um, I like that. And then the funny thing is here, you look, their price to sales 
is 3.76 versus the industry average of 1.61. So they're 133% higher price to sales. So you might be thinking, you know, that's a little bit weird. Why is their price to earnings less than half, um, but more than double on the price to sales there? It's just because these guys are crazy efficient. And that's where the value is coming from. I don't think... I don't want to say the market hasn't figured this out yet, but I don't think it's priced in the way it should be. Like 11.76 is a low valuation at normal times. You know, we're around that 15, right around that 15 mark. That's a good, good PE ratio for a lot of these companies with established operations. Um, you know, over 20 is probably getting a little up there. And we're in a crazy time right now. And you got companies like Tesla running at hundreds of multiples. You know, like some of these companies I've been talking about just on Twitter and tweeting about, they're at 80 times sales, trading at 80 sales. Price to sales, not not earnings, sales. So 11.76 is a discount at the best of times. We're in a frothy market and everyone knows that with really low interest rates, it uh, it lowers those denominators and when you do discount future cash flows. So it allows those multiples to go up. You're seeing these bigger tech stocks like Apple, Microsoft trading in the 30 price to earnings range. And it does make a little bit more sense now just because of how low the bond yields are. Um, it lowers your risk-free rate. It lowers your discount rates. Um, it's going to allow those price to earnings to to go up a bit. Um, I'm not saying they're totally justified, but I'm saying I see why it happens. And even without that, uh, before this whole pandemic, before all this happened, 11.76 is pretty low. So I think these guys are trading at a discount. And now to get into their efficiency metrics here, some of these numbers are actually crazy. Um, their gross profit margin is 72.81%. So that's quite good. The industry average, 28.82%. So they're 152% better uh, on the gross profit margin. The EBITDA, uh, EBITDA ratio or, or margin, sorry, that's earnings before interest, tax, appreciation, amortization flows that don't know. Um, <clears throat> they're at 68.22%, industry average of 16.41%. So 315% better on the EBITDA margin. So again, like it's just, it's just getting better as we move through this balance sheet. They're just so efficient and they're, they're turning over a lot of earnings for what you're paying for. Um, and then to, to go all the way down to the net income, um, they're at 32.02% net income uh, uh, margin. Um, and the industry average is 4.97%. Like, it's just wild. Like, when you get to this number, 544% better of a net income, uh, what, what they're pulling in versus sales. So that's, you know, for every $100 of sales, 32 of that is profit. Like that's a crazy number, you know. That's a that's a textile number for a company that's actually pulling gold out of the ground. Granted, gold has been on the way down. I mean, I think their Q4 earnings. They said the average sale price of gold is eighteen seventy five, one thousand eight hundred seventy five dollars American. Gold's at about seventeen hundred dollars American now. Um, so it has declined. But like I said, it was two thousand dollars in August. I think eventually we're gonna have to see see this turn around, and this might be the catalyst that does it with all these growth stocks getting crushed. Um, so I, it's it's got to turn around. I don't know. I just I just see so much value in this company. Like I said, like you're looking at these numbers, um, thirty two dollars out of every hundred dollars you're making. Like that's a crazy net income margin. Um, their gross profit margin is great, seventy two point eight one percent. Like this is a mining company. You got to think about that. They own so much heavy machinery to pull all these to pull gold out of the ground and, and have these big mines. They did complete uh, an acquisition of a new mine in early 2022, which might be part of the reason that they're discounted. No, you don't know what's going to happen with that mine, but so far, so good. These 2020 numbers have been great. Um, and I do think we're going to have to see a convergence between them and the market. Like, like I said, they're trading below half on the price to earnings ratio. So, you know, people are paying way more to own other gold companies than to own 
Kirkland Lake Gold, and they're an established good company. They have $26 million in leases and no debt for a massive company. They're trading at like $9.5 billion, no debt, $26 million in leases. Like that's $26 million sounds like a lot, but that's pennies for a $9.5 billion company. That's that's nothing. Um, and on the recent conference called Analysts, uh, they're, they're – Management team was talking about 3% growth per year in gold you're pulling out of the ground. Um, and that's that's gold pulling out of the ground. So, you know, if gold goes up, the price of gold goes up another 30%, you know, the their uh, revenue is going to go up by that 30% because they're selling gold. And then if they're pulling 3% out in, on top of that, you're going to have that play a factor as well. Um, and and not just that, you know, that's that will move them up. And then if you also see a convergence here of that price to earnings to get closer, let's say they'll get closer to 15%. I think those are three big catalysts of why they could push this up. You know, you're going to see a convergence in the price to earnings um, or, or, or the rest of the sector will come down. So either way, you don't want to buy the other ones that are going to lose money on the way down to come down to this range where Kirkland's at, or Kirkland's going to get a boost up. So I think your capital is protected by putting it into this company. I think Kirkland Lake is, it's really cheap for what they do. Um, they've, they've seen growth. If you look at them over like the last 15 years, they just grow. It's just, it's just right up. They grow for how much ounces they're pulling out. Um, yeah, there's been a bit of fluctuation with gold prices, but I mean, that's anything like oil companies. You see the same thing when you trade any kind of commodities, you are at risk with the commodity uh, price, but just the ounces they're pulling out of the ground every year, always going up. It seems like they got a good management team they got like no debt. They're so efficient. They're, their ratios are, they're killer, like 544% better net income than other companies in that sector. Like that's five and a half times almost better. That's it's that's just crazy to me for a huge company like this. So um, I think Kirkland Lake's a buy. I actually personally am going to grab some. I have a little bit, but I think I'm going to grab a little bit more um, after just diving in deeper this weekend. Um, I, I really like them there. So I would urge you to check it out. But yeah, just one more heads up. You know, um, this last couple of weeks we've learned these these growth stocks are fun. And when they're going up, you know, 10 times in a few months, that's awesome. But they can also fall off and lose 40, 50, 60 or more percent um, when they do fall off. So I think you need to keep your eyes on some of these companies like Kirkland Lake Gold that are trading at a pretty good discount. Um, they do seem cheap. Your, your capital is protected going into them, you know, what, what reason would they go much lower than this, right? Like I think they're already on sale and they're actually earning money and paying a dividend and all this. It's not just speculation. So something to think about debt-free company trading at a, trading at a discount to, uh, to its peers um, looks like a good one. And, and yeah, quick shout out to the guy who brought it up to me on Twitter. Uh, I've chatted with him a few times. He knows who he is. Thanks for doing this. Cause uh, yeah, I, I liked what I saw and I thought it was a good find. Uh, happy to do an episode on it. So I don't know what you think. If there's anything else anyone's wondering about, as always, I got the email in the bio. You can find me on Twitter. Um, shoot me a message because as you've seen from the last couple, if you do send me a company, um, I will I will take a look at it. And if I think it's a winner and I really like it, I'll do uh, I'll do an episode on it. So um, let me know what your thoughts. But thanks for joining us. It's a good, uh, good Sunday afternoon uh, value episode here. So thanks for everything. Take care, guys.